Coming up next on The Jeff Crilly Show, you're going to meet a young lady who had a number of setbacks in life, but she turned her pain into purpose. Her inspiring journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is The Jeff Crilly Show. She spent 22 years serving our country in the U.S. Air Force, and she almost lost her life. But she turned her pain into purpose. She inspires others through her award-winning author, speaker, coaching career. Joining us in the studio today, Valisa Taylor. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Absolutely. Well, first of all, you have this bright smile and energy about you, and people would not know your journey just from looking at you. People would look at you and say, man, she looks like she just stepped off the cover of Vogue magazine. She's probably had no setbacks in her life, but your life has been a series of, uh, you know, getting knocked down and getting back up again. Let's start with your Air Force career, and, and first of all, thank you for serving our country. Thank you. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. And for those who are listening, I served my country over 22 years of service in the United States Air Force. And I have to give my husband the credit, although he's not with us, he decided that I would join the United States Air Force. So what he did was he joined for four years in the Army. He got out and I came into the United States Air Force. And this was, was a wonderful journey. I was a logistics professional. I also was a corporate trainer. And also I worked for general officers. Wow. And you were telling me a story right before uh, we went on the air about uh, almost dying. Absolutely. Yes. Well, well, that was twice, but I'll talk about the one. Three years ago, I suffered from a brain aneurysm. And I want you to just close your eyes for a moment and think of something like this. You didn't have any side, uh, side backs or anything that really said that you were in pain or anything. But here's what I would tell you. Grace of God, number one, is because I was in a relationship with someone. And he said, have you gone to the doctor? And this is what I'm telling you guys today. Go to the doctor if you're supposed to go to the doctor. Well, when I went to the doctor and got my checkup, as I stated, they said, we need to get you in quick because of what we're seeing is very serious. And when they did the MRA, which I never heard of an MRA, they did the MRA and they said, you have a brain aneurysm. We got to get you in here in 30 days. So they got me in there 30 days, but it was... It was horrific. It was my boyfriend at the time was like holding my hand and I was thanking God that I listened 
And if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't be here today because I had no side effects. Wow. And uh, 100% healed. Do you still have any issues related to it? I have a stent, okay. permanent, permanent stent in my brain. But um, I'm here. Wow. God is so good. We're going to show the website. And as we scroll down the website, I just want to uh, comment uh, that you are so brave to share your story with the world, not just your military career, but um, your career in corporate America. You wrote an award-winning book. You're a TEDx speaker. Uh, why did you decide to share your story with the world? Since the age of seven, to be honest with you, it all went back to an ESA speech. Really? <laughs> At the age of seven. What happened? I could not pronounced the words. I looked in the audience and I froze. The pastor comes down from the pulpit and then they said, poor thing. And then I looked at myself, I said, this is going to change my life because I am not going to let this happen again. Mm -hmm. So that was years ago, but it was, it was my journey to say, you know what? Nothing's ever going to stop me. Yes. And I think a part of your blessing is that you give back. I know you're big mm -hmm. into philanthropy. I found one of the videos on YouTube. Let's go ahead and roll that now. Well, hello, everyone. I am Belisea Taylor, and this is... Karen! Karen, where are we at? We are in Frisco, Texas. And we're making a difference. What's the name of the company? M5M. And why are we here? We are here. We have partnered with a, an organization called Kids Around the World. And we are nourishing and feeding 100,000 malnourished children a day. And how many have we packed? We have packed, I don't know, 700 and some. Yes! <laughs> Hi, y'all! I'm making a difference in the world today. I found my tribe, and it's awesome. Check this out. Go. Okay, tell us more about that. The event was a wonderful journey, and here's how, what happened. Being there at the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. That's all it was. I went in and I did a pitch. I was, uh, actually, I was at a restaurant and I ate, and, uh, and I just felt like a need to just still go somewhere mm -hmm. to get out. So I went in there and I saw a lady there and I said, hey, what's going on? And she says, oh, we're having this particular event that's going on. And I said, hey, well, I would like to know more about it. And she said, sure. And so I talked to her about what I do. I told her I was an author, speaker, and life coach. She said, I'd like to know more about what you do. And, and we started talking and the rest is history just within 24 hours. Wow, that's amazing. That's, yeah, you are a TEDx speaker. I, I envy you for that. I've never given a TEDx talk. And that's very, you have to really discipline yourself because it's, yes. very, it's timed and you can't go over. And so uh, tell us about your TEDx speech and what you uh, you covered in that speech. Okay, guys, buckle up because it's going to get really, really good. Okay. <laughs> the TEDx speech is really about listening to God's whisper. So this is what I ended up doing. The, this TEDx speech was called Resilience is the Secret to My Success. Now, what I spoke about was not what I was approved for. Okay. So what I ended up doing was the journey was I was supposed to have a person that was supposed to interpret, but at the last minute she backed out. 
So I said, I'm going into Mexico where most of the people don't speak English. So how am I going to captivate their attention? Well, this is what I did. I said in Spanish, hello, how are you? And I hooked them with that. And I, and I just scanned the room and I felt the energy of that crowd. And when I gave my speech, I talked about my trauma. I talked about serving my country. I talked about going to the core. And the beautiful thing about it, I talked about the influential women, which is my grandmother and my mother that played a pivotal role in my life to become resilient and be powerful and to walk into my purpose. Wow. You also wrote an award-winning book. Uh, tell us about the book, Rape the Silencer. I mean, when you hear that, that's an in-your-face title. Yes. Uh, the second line is, good girls don't tell until now. What's that book about? Rape the Silencer. Well, I'm glad you asked, Jeff. Rape the Silencer is really about are you suffering in silence? What I ended up doing was telling my story about listening to, am I suffering in silence? So what I end up doing is writing that fearless letter to my abuser, reading it out loud and start journeying out my pain to purpose with power is what I did. And then good girls don't tell until now. It was me at 13 growing up, but we used to always say, good girls never tell, good girls never tell. So I said, good girls don't tell until now because the world needs to hear my story. I kept my secret silent, Jeff, for 33 years. Wow. Because what? I thought I was the only one. Mm. I bet when you, uh, when you speak about this, you get people coming up from the audience in tears, don't you? Yes, but some... I can tell they're still hurting. Mm. I can see when you coach people, you automatically can tell where their journey is and where it ends because you were there. Yes. My purpose is to share my story, not to judge them, to guide them and show them love and passion that I went through this. I'm here to support you. I will not look down upon you and I'm here to love you and show you that, hey, your story is powerful and we can change the world by what you tell the world is so powerful. Okay. Tell me about your coaching clients. What kind of people do you like to work with? The people I like to work with is corporate America. I also like to talk to the students at high schools. Mm. The reason why corporate, I like to do that because I talk about um, inclusive leadership, mm -hmm. which is so important. So when I talk about the inclusive leadership, I look at that as inclusive leadership, like a book. That's the analogy. Looking at a book, reading the chapters, sure. going into understanding the core mission, the values, and why are we here? Mm -hmm. We want to get rid of the silos. We want to bring us together and show that we can make a difference on a daily basis. Yes. And that's the chapter of the book. That's every page that we turn. It's a mission to remain resilient on the journey. And with the students, I was just at the Dallas ISD. Mm -hmm. We talked about mental illness. Mm -hmm. 
my journey is to share something so powerful and say, look, look at me. But I'm going to tell you something. If I didn't put give that pen out and that paper and start journaling, I don't know if I would be here today. Wow. So if you're listening to me right now and you feel like hope is gone, I want you to grab a pen. I want you to grab some paper. I want you to go to a quiet spot and start going to the core of who you are. And I promise you, you will feel much better. Oh, you have the, the heart of a preacher. <laughs> have, you, have you been told that? <laughs> so we've, we've only got a couple of minutes left. So uh, speak, speak to the person who's struggling right now, because people are uh, tuning in for various reasons to this show. Uh, speak to the person who's, who's wrestling with something. Remember what I said, are you suffering in silence? Again, I want you to get that pen out and that paper out and start writing out everything that has bothered you in the past. You are not alone. You are in my thoughts and prayers. And I also want you to know, as I always tell my fans and my viewers, you're loved and you're appreciated. Wow. That's so inspiring. I could listen to you all day. We're going to end with her website, which is valisaltaylor.com. Uh, uh, please plug in, contact her, hit her up on uh, email, and, uh, and get her to speak at your company. Valisa, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Jeff. You bet. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.